0: Welcome, and thanks for stopping by. Whether you're watching us on YouTube or listening to our podcast on one of your favorite platforms, I'm glad you're here. At this time, I would like to thank our partners and sponsors for their dedication to helping the show to grow. We cannot do what we do without their help.
1: Hey, everybody. This is the Millennium Beat. I'm glad that you stopped in today. I have Jeff K on the computer, and we're going to do a little interview, and we're going to know about his life. So, Jeff,
2: thanks for being here today. Thank you. Very much. Appreciate it. All right,
1: Jeff, we met on the computer and just talked a little bit on the phone and, and we talked a little bit on the computer. But I really don't know a lot about you. So let's let's um, let's talk about you. And where do you first of all, where are you located right now? Where you're sitting
2: I am located in Charlestown, West Virginia,
1: West Virginia. I met a girl from West Virginia. You don't sound like her.
2: No, and this isn't like the movie Wrong Turn either.
1: Oh okay, I don't know that movie. Let's start from your early days. Where were you born and, and raised and stuff like that?
2: I was born and raised in Potomac, Maryland. Okay.
1: Now yeah. that uh is that close to Washington, DC? It's about forty five minutes from D C. Okay. Well is that with traffic? I am I never go down to D C, believe it or not. No. So okay, so you grew up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell me a little yes. bit about your a little, a little I always say, a little wee-wee, little tiny Jeff. What was he like? What was he like growing up with uh, you know, being yourself? What was it like?
2: I was a very shy guy.
1: Mm, me too. I
2: was, I was an introvert. I really uh, took to myself. Okay.
1: Now, did you grow up an only child?
2: No, I do have a sister who's six years younger than me.
1: And that's it? Just, just the two of you?
2: Just, just the two of us.
1: The oldest of two, yes. Did You get along pretty good with your sister, or
2: yeah, yeah. My my dad passed away in two thousand eight. My mom passed away in twenty eighteen. So my sister, okay.
1: So close. ten years later, okay. So what what did what was little Jeff like? What did he did he have any goals or any ambitions or anything like that?
2: Little Jeff wanted to be a private detective. Oh, I better
1: a... than me. I wanted to be an astronaut. <sighs>
2: I, and to this day, I'm a huge Sherlock Holmes fan. Agatha Christie, right. Hercule Poirot. You
1: watch those CS, CSI shows? You know, like Las Vegas, and occasionally, um, occasionally, I've watched but, a few of them. Yeah, but but Sherlock yeah, so my favorite. Sherlock, the newer Sherlock or the old ones, either one, anyone. anyone, anyone. I've okay. pretty
2: much seen everything from Basil from Basil Rathbone up to. Um okay. Sherlock with uh I, don't
1: remember, I can't remember the actor. It's cool. So you so you wanted to be that. Now obviously, unfortunately, you're not a private investigator. No. Or are you? Yeah. Yeah. Got into a whole different field. Now talking about that and before we go any more further into youth and stuff like that, it's one of the things I found out when we were talking, we had the same premise of converting old stuff to new. So tell me about how you how you got involved in that. I'll tell you my story of how I got involved. But go ahead you first.
2: When I was a kid, I was going to synagogue, church, okay? And my grandmother passed away at my feet when I was 7. Oh
1: wow. Was she old or or
2: compared to a 7-year-old? Yeah.
1: Yeah, that is true. That's right. I mean, God, <laughs> when I when I was younger, I thought my best friend's dad was really old, and found out he was only forty. You know, and he so, wasn't that
2: old. Yeah, it's all perspective. Yeah. But uh, right, you no, know, she she wasn't that old. I think she was in her sixties. So 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 okay you,
1: so your your grandmother unfortunately passed at your feet. So what made that get into your business of of converting old stuff into new? What was, Well, it mean, triggered it probably.
2: When I saw it, I realized well this that that was my first instance with death. And I realized well, we're not permanent structures here we're right we're on
1: loan so to speak now I gotta ask this question because it also depends on how I mean seven years old were you very close to your grandmother yes yes sir. Okay. yeah okay so that that makes it even harder but yeah so you you were basically you were close to your grandmother at seven yeah. years old so this is a, 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 a an event in your life that kind of really set things in motion in a sense uh and emotionally, you said something emotion.
2: You know, it didn't exist back then. But if I look back on it, it's almost like PTSD because I can still That's close my I can still close my eyes and see it and hear it to this day. If I if I if I bring you forward in time, okay, I lost one of my dogs six months ago. Oh wow! I had a vision of him about two months ago. Oh okay so i know he's doing amazing she's doing amazing okay uh, it's
1: like we, we we always hope that our animals on our uh, mm-hmm. are in our afterlife and some people say they talk so that would be interesting you know it's like you know like you tell me all the things you couldn't tell me on earth so 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 you you lost you lost the dog and, and obviously you lost your your parents and then you lost your um your grandparent. Now that you talked about your grandmother, was your grandfather not around, or did he die earlier? Yeah.
2: No, uh, he, he died in the eighties. Oh, um, in the eighties. Okay. Yeah. The uh, my dad was kind enough to let him stay with us. Okay. So
1: you got to know him really well.
2: Yeah, I got to him. I got to know him okay. really, really well. Okay.
1: So that that's another hard thing. Now, were you old? you were obviously not seven at that time. How old were you when your grandfather died? About twenty. Twenty. Okay. Going back to your 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 um, your grandmother, which set you on motion and stuff like that. What really pull, uh, pushed you into converting old stuff to new stuff?
2: Well, what? when during that time, I also lost a few pets. Okay. And. And I, my my parents had photos, and at the time, being only seven, I started to collect birthday cards, holiday cards, mm-hmm. that, that were personal to me. Right. Um, so, as I got older, more stuff I collected, and okay. technology changes, as we both know. Oh, yeah. Of course it does. Um, and I. I remember photos fading and everything, even if they're in your little plastic sleeve things. Right, they do. And super glued in, which that's always fun to take out to digitalize. Oh, yeah. the um. So, after my... I would really not start this as a business until about 2018. Okay. Um, well, then... When my mom, my 2018 was the same year my mom died, okay. uh, and we were cleaning out her house, and unbeknownst to me, she all she was also saving cards and personal effects of mine. Oh wow! So I literally have the very first birthday card that was ever given to me. Wow! I have. The first Valentine Valentine's Day card I made for my parents.
1: So 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 you should you started you making what slideshows out of those things or scanning them or something yeah. like that? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So you got into that. So so now do you still do that today or? Yeah. Yeah. So okay, so you still do that. Is that your main thing that you do or that is the main thing I do.
2: And okay. I'm actually getting ready to launch another company, actually. Okay. Now what's that, because, as you and I discussed, pets okay, I, I want to do uh, pet legacies.
1: Oh, there'd definitely be a marker for that because uh, you know I, you know because it's your pet sometimes is you're closer to your pet than your your family because they're unconditional the yeah so that's cool that you've got into animals and stuff because people, as I said. They're, they're fur babies. They're their kids, you know, and and just as much as you know, uh, human babies. You know, uh, the only nice thing about human babies, they they get older and they move out of the house so they pay rent. Or, <laughs> where your fur babies, they're they're there the whole whole time, you know, and you it's know they true. they don't they don't last long like kids do. Kids are supposed to outlast their parents most of the time. Animals, you know, basically in your lifetime. Especially if you like, if you give a, a young person, like a, a teen, not a teenager, but you know, in their toddler years, a cat or a dog, and they grow up with it, they build up a bond because they grow up together. But eventually, that animal's not going to be here. I mean, very, really, that's my cat's live longer than twelve years. I've heard of cats living twenty years or more. It's just in general, so. It, so that's good that you're you're getting into the, um, the memory. How, now, how long have you been doing that?
2: Uh, since 2018, I've been studying it since forever.
1: Okay. Do you and find there's a market for it? I mean, do you find people calling you up and 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 saying, "Hey, I want I want this done, this work done." I find there's more of a market for pets than there are for people. So you do that. So you've been doing that since 2018. That's cool. So um so what else can you tell me about a little bit about yourself? I mean other than you know you, know, you love animals and love people. What else is um you know about Jeff? What else can I can my audience know?
2: Well, I'm a huge techie. Okay. I, in between let's see. Before 2018, okay. I spent uh 20 years as international project manager. For what, for what major company? I mean, can you say? It was Sprint. Then it turned into WorldCom. Then now it's T-Mobile. Yeah. And then it, or sometime in between there, it was Nextel. So you did that.
1: And okay. You, so basically, it sounds like you're just doing the conversion of the photographs and stuff like that now. You're not really doing anything else.
2: And, and, but it's like, and I know you'll understand this. Everything's got a story to tell.
1: Yeah. People. And you, had, you help people. You try to help people tell their stories, kind of like what yeah. I do. You know, I encourage the world one story at a time. And, and uh, so somebody out there listening today, if there's a pet lover, this is a great show for them. You know, they love pets. Yes. And we'll connect them um, with you. That way you can do Because you do stuff, I'm sure, not just local. You do stuff over the Internet.
2: Oh, I do stuff nationwide. Nationwide. Okay. Yeah.
1: Cool. I have people all over the world listening at times. So you just never oh. know what people will call you up from. So you just never, you never know why. You never know why people tune them, tune into a podcast. Just, wait, how do they hear that about that?" You know.
2: I have done stuff international, so okay. pal tapes and everything else. So yeah, I work with people to actually store their stuff as well, because okay, it shouldn't just Our be comments. in one one format. And, right, and I would agree. I wouldn't just put it on a cloud. I right. would put. Maybe something in 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 the cloud, one in your house, one in someplace else,
1: right now, do you find it it's a generational thing? Do you find most of your clientele are probably 50s, 60s, sixties, seventies, and eighties compared to somebody yeah. in their twenties? Yeah. um We were talking about that yesterday uh in the interview I did yesterday um kids today they don't they don't really care about where they came from. You know, their grandparents are great-grandparents, and they don't care about the old country.
2: No, well, it's funny. They have a different problem than my generation. Mm. Their problem is my, my son's in that generation. Right. And now, as you know, you can pick up your phone and take 100 pictures with a snap of a button.
1: Yeah, that's the problem. We have too many pictures now.
2: My son lives in San Diego, and I told him to find me this picture with this date, with this person, with this animal. I'll I'll be generous. I'll give you 15 seconds.
1: Yeah, I bet he He couldn't
2: do it. I have three heads. Right. He's like, I can't do that. I'm like, what do you mean? We put a we put somebody on on the on the moon with a computer bigger than this
1: and it depends on the software that you use like if if you use like apple like photo tank a photo yeah. the photo app that's in there you can if you want to spend some time you can it scans the face and you can put them under a, and know every every picture that I'm in, it will show you and stuff like that. Or all right, so anything else you want to tell me about yourself, Jeff? Anything, anything else you I would you would like to share with our audience uh, about yourself?
2: You know, it's an old adage. Okay, as you know, a picture says a thousand words. Right, I've heard that. So, I know, and I'm not knocking people who do autobiographies and all this other stuff. Right. They're they're awesome, but if a picture says a thousand words, imagine what all your your photos, videos, and things that you have you've inherited mm-hmm. would say about you and your family if you if you came across it or inherited it and right. preserved it for for your next generation.
1: Do you find though that they don't really care about that stuff? I mean, as I said, the young generation, the thirties or forties and below.
2: Well, you know, there's uh, what I've noticed is that yes, if if you're in your twenties and everything is going well, no, you don't care about it. But or you may not care about it. I'll clarify Mm -hmm. myself but if from my perspective if you've mm-hmm. lost someone or if you've lost your parents right i find you then become maybe a little more religious maybe you mm-hmm. you become a little more you want to know a little bit more about about your background maybe you you become a little, you get a little more into your genealogy right so maybe you might then Take it a step further and become a your family historian or your genealogical detective or something. Yeah, I
1: I think the older you get, you might. Especially closer you get to the the grave, Uh, you start appreciating things that you don't think about when you're 20 years old that you think you're gonna live forever. So basically, let's talk in in closing and wrapping this up is um, how somebody. Who is interested in preserving the, the memories of their their family or their pets and stuff like that? How can people get a hold of you and, and, and share with them different ways that they can get? Well,
2: thanks, Jeff okay. at mydigital-memories dot com. So or, is
1: my digital, all one word.
2: Yes, my digital is all okay, one
1: word. word. All word. Okay.
2: Then there you have no a hyphen.
1: Okay. And I'll I'll put the I'll put in the show notes and I also will put it on the screen so they okay. actually will see what we're, we're saying. So okay, okay. that can ask your at your email address. Uh you uh, uh, do you have a website?
2: My website is www.mydigital-memories.com. dot com. Okay. Or you can just call me seven oh three eight six one two seven nine three.
1: Hey, what's, um, just curiosity, since we're doing this is more like a marketing thing is what's the turnaround. If I send you a second, okay, I call you, I get information and I send you this stuff. How long are we talking before the product is ready?
2: And how much stuff is.
1: Right. If I send you a lot, the reason why I asked that I used to get a lot of, um, memorial services, people would, you know, their, their family has died. Someone has died and they're all the kids are putting together the picture and they say, Hey, can you have this slideshow? When, when is it for tomorrow? Yeah, you know, so it's, it's like okay,
2: yes, I can yeah. do it, but and as you probably know, if if you do a memorial service, figure what a hundred slides equals about ten minutes, right? Some of the stuff that I get, you wouldn't believe some of the stuff I get. I can just imagine
1: a wild imagination here. I guess it would be true. So.
2: Uh-huh. And that's how people can get a hold of you.
1: I, um, I'm going to recommend people. And I'll, as I said, when, now that you're a guest and all those things that you told me will be, so somebody in the future is watching this video and they, you know, it could be a year from now or something. Just go to the guest page of the Beat and you'll see your picture and your name, Jeff K. So that, that, and they click on it underneath it will be links and, and they can go from there. So, but uh, Jeff, thank you very much for being on. I appreciate
2: it. My pleasure. I appreciate
1: the invite guys thanks for tuning in to the millennium beat this has been an interesting different show than what we normally do but it's good you know if you want to store and remember your people that have gone on before you and you want to remember them talk to jeff um, follow you know follow him on his social media and get a hold of him and he'll help you out so but so everybody thanks for tuning into the Millennium beat this is kevin james i am the host i'm glad that you stopped in and we'll see you next week with another different type of interview But we'll be here again. So see you next week.
0: This has been a Millennium Beat LLC production. Views and opinions of the guests are not always the views and opinions of the Millennium Beat LLC. Check us out on social media, Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram and TikTok at the Millennium Beat or on Twitter at Millennium underscore Beat. If you would like to partner with us to reach the world, go to our website for more information you can go to the millenniumbeat.com or tmb2000.net your financial support is greatly appreciated we couldn't do all we do without your support The Millennium Beat just updated our website from the ground up. Check it out at themillenniumbeat.com or you can get there by using millenniumbeat.com or tmb2000.net where you'll be redirected to themillenniumbeat.com's homepage. I want to thank Mass Inbound for their awesome work on our website. If you're looking for somebody to build your site, I recommend them. You can reach them at massinbound.com. That is massinboun These are some of the things that you can find on our website. Homepage. You can watch our latest YouTube video or listen to our audio podcast. Also listed are some of the platforms our audio podcast is on. You'll find out when the next podcast will air and who the guests will be. On the top right, you'll find two red buttons. Learn how to help and become a guest. Under learn how to help. You can become a partner, sponsor, contributor, or contribute to the future Millennium Bus. You can give one time or monthly recurring. The choice is yours. The other button is Be a Guest. Click it, go to the form, and fill it out, and we will get back to you. We would love to hear your story. Click the About Us drop-down where you'll find stats, where we are reaching people, and to find more information on our sponsors. Click on the podcast dropdown then click on the calendar tab where it will tell you when the shows will air and who will be on them or if you need to know about any meetups of the Millennium Beat staff partners or listeners also there might be on the calendar an event in which the Millennium Beat staff will be at click the guest tab for all previous guests links to their website social media pages and any store they might have click the forms drop down there you'll find a release be a guest or become a sponsor form.